I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The West Coast special, man. Talking about the West Coast, the Western Conference. So I think that's one one way to do it. I think people got to know the best weed is here on the West side. So... Fuck you, East. No. What can I say, man? The West is the best. And Kyle, do you know why I saved the Western Conference preview for last? Say that again. Western Conference preview for last. The Western yeah, Conference that's, preview. That's is that I, it? I caught that. I caught that. Western? Why? 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 Because the West Coast is the best coast, baby. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. One, West Coast one. bias. Hey, I'm silky and filthy. You still owe me a song at the end of the episode, man. All right. I'll, I'm working on it. I'm going to wing it again. It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome all you silky studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. Kyle, we got one week until the NHL regular season kicks off. It's going to be the best season in league history. Hockey's getting better and better every year. Let's go. And today, we got the Western Conference preview. You said the best. This is going to be the best year ever? Yeah. The best year ever. The best year ever for the NHL. Damn. Why not, man? That's going to be a good time, man. More scoring every year? Can't wait. Faster Um, than ever? You said one week till, till the season starts. I got one week to learn how to use this thing, man. Yeah, you, just, you keep hitting buttons over there, man. I, I know, know we got man. like it's like it's the, hard, the rainbow. We got eight different colors. I know, man. You can actually switch the colors too. So, hey, man, wow. we gotta we gotta find some noises. Um, yeah, I got a week, man. I gotta train. Well, you gotta train because this is gonna be a big year in general. Not only do we have Silky and Filthy coming at you every Thursday, we also got the Quickie, the fastest hockey show in the world, coming out. Hey, it's gonna be Trevor Beggs, myself recording. I'm gonna be anywhere, five minutes or less. Five good hockey takes, a nice, good old fast, quickie, quick, a good, just a good old quickie. Quality quickie, because those things actually exist. Straight up. I know people frown upon the quickie, but there is a time and place for the quickie. And, you know, if it's done well, it's good. Hey, man. Tupac endorsed the quickie too, man. If, if he endorsed it, I mean, just, you got to go with it. The he quickie's endorsed, great. How did he endorse it? Have you heard I Get Around? He's got, don't be picky, just be happy with this quickie. Hey. That's Tupac line for you right there. That's good, if man. If you listen to Tupac. Maybe you got to put that on the intro. <laughs> I might. I'm thinking about it. Damn, yeah. But it's going to be coming at you a few times a week, the quickie. We also got Sipping on a 40, hosted by you, Kyle Bowen. Sipping on a 40. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of button pressing. Yeah. Now you're, get, you're getting drunk off Elias Pedersen all season long. You're going to start with the first episode, I'm sure. Oh, straight up. I think, what should I drink? What's the four? I'm not going to drink the whole 40. I'm not going to drink the whole 40. Yeah, obviously what? a cold 45. No, bro. That's nasty. I'm going to be sad the whole episode, bro. Okay. Are you going to be Elias 40 hands? Damn, I've done that once. Damn, have the, you actually? No, the, the Edward scissor hands. What, what's it called? Edward 40 hands. Edward 40 hands. I've done that. Dumb. <laughs> you think it's just beer, you know? But you do it like that. And when they're so close to you and just attached to you, tell people what, what the... What is it? The Edward Edward 40, 40 hands? hands? Yeah. Well, for those who don't know, I'm sure a lot of people know what it is, but it's basically when you have two 40s 
a beer and you tape them to your hands and you got to finish them all. Stupid. No. <laughs> so you did that? <laughs> yeah, I did that. You did that too, for sure. No, I've You've never n- done that? <laughs> no, Yo, of course a- not. But, and, Let me and, tell you something, listeners, okay? The last time Trevor played a, a beer game live, I saw him lose the, the keg stand with Hannah. Uh, true, okay? true. You my lost. Wife, my wife you got your ass kicked. Stand, yeah. ass kicked. And okay, supposedly, well, she's done that before. Yeah, it's kicking your ass. not the first time. I shotgunned race, I guess, you, the last episode of the last season. I kicked your ass too. And now you're telling me you don't even do the 40 hands, man. Never done it. But my beer pong game has been strong. Aren't you parties, Irish? Though. Aren't you Irish? It says to me I want to do Edward 40 hands. Man. This doesn't seem like a good idea, Sipping man. Sipping on a 40. Yep. Canucks. Everyone's drunk. The whole fan base is drunk off what Elias Pedersen did last year. Hey, we'll come at you after every game. The guy's a rock star already, man. You're going to be a rock star on that show. Can't wait to rock hear it. Rock star, man. Yeah. Shit, okay. Pump your tires, man. You got, yeah, you got a thanks, sound man. for that? Got a sound for rock star? Yeah, right here. That's, <laughs> that's, I'm a rock star. That's the, floor, I'm a rock that's the Florida star. fan base right there. That's the Every time there's a goal. Damn, you know what? We'll bring that in, okay? We'll keep... Anytime something happens and people hear this, we call them the Florida fan base. Okay, but enough about Florida and that's the East mean. Coast on this that's episode. We're, enough, enough about it, man. Yeah, it's the Western that. Conference, the West Coast episode. Here's what we're doing, Kyle. What we did last week on Silky and Filthy. The bottom teams in the division, we're going to tell you why that team is going to make the cup finals. Oh, yeah. For the top teams in the division, we're going to tell you why they're trash. I'm ranking these teams from worst to first, what I think is going to happen. And we're going to start in the Central Division, man. Hey, with hey, hey, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's time to play the game. Let's go. The Central Division. That's a, that's a big noise for that. Kind of like the Metro East, man. It's going to be one of the most competitive divisions in hockey. Nice. But the team I have seventh in the Central, the Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Wild? Bill Guerin in the Minnesota Wild? Yeah, Bill Guerin, man. Woo. Kevin Fiala in the Minnesota Wild? Ryan Donato and the Minnesota Wild. Damn. Again, there's just there's so much talent in the Central Division, and you look at the Wild right now, and you know they got Eric Stahl, Zach Parise. These guys are supposed to be their main offensive weapons still. You know they lost Mikhail Granlund. You know they gave away Nito Niederreiter for nothing. This is a team in rough shape. It's going to take some recovering, but I I have to tell you why they're going to win the Stanley Cup. And if you're going to look at any strength in this team, it's got to be the defense. You could argue that that defense is. Fairly underrated. Ryan Suter's still playing yeah, at a high level. Spurge is one of the best in the game. Jonas Brodeen has very good underlying numbers. Matt Dumba, who missed most of last season, was on pace to score, what, almost 25 goals? Damn. If you want to look at the crux of where Minnesota could be have success, it's their defense. And then maybe, you know, they need a miracle. They need Devin Dubnik to play to Vesna form. That's the only way I think they're going to be competitive. But, you know, I still have not finishing seventh. So You know, as the decade comes to an end, you got to remember that. You know, Devin Dubnik did what he did after doing what he did in Edmonton. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Because he sucked. He sucked. <laughs> he was horrible. That's probably been one horrible. of the most surprising player comebacks in hockey over the past few years. 100%. For sure. Amazing. I guess that's that's what, what it's going to take for your last place Minnesota Wild to win the Stanley Cup. It's just going to be, you know, Devin Dubnik winning the Hart, winning the Vesna, winning the Conn Smythe. You know, basically you'd have to like you know, put on such a performance that he'd make the Hall of Fame somehow. He'd be remembered. Hey, man, 2019-20, every time for everyone to get high off Dubnik, man. There you go. Minnesota, yeah. I can't even think of anything other than what you said. Yeah, that, that's being real optimistic. How could got- you do that to Minnesota? They, they actually like hockey there. You know, they love hockey. It's the state of hockey. 
How could they let that happen? Who's in charge of that? Who owns that team? A bad owner. I do feel bad for the Wild, and it's, it's kind of the same as the Sabres. Like, to me, those are the two best fan bases in the States, in Buffalo and in Minnesota. And they've both been treated to pretty mediocre hockey in the, in, in the century. I mean, yeah. Minnesota has and, been probably oh, yeah. one of the worst teams in the playoffs once they get there. Like, they haven't done anything. They've gotten past the second round once yeah. when they beat our Vancouver Canucks wow. in 2002-2003. Yeah, but it, it's that one hurt so you. much, you so much it. losing in Minnesota in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah that did hurt. You know, Todd yeah. Bertuzzi kind of jinxed you. that one. It was tough. It was a tough loss. West mm. Coast Express era. That's why I don't golf. And this is why the Minnesota Wild are finishing last because uh, I got a 16 year old vented on the Canucks, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go six in the division. I have Chicago Blackhawks. I don't think they're passing any of the big five in the Central. But man, Chicago is going to be one of the most fun teams to watch in the league this season. Oh, 100%. Too. I'm stoked 100%. to watch the Blackhawks. Just to see what happens because you don't really know, right? And here's the no, big no. thing. Here's the big thing about Chicago, man. I think I, I think in last week I said the Ottawa Senators. Why you should why should you watch the Senators? Well, because they give up a ton of goals. There's going to be a ton of chances, a lot of goal scoring. Chicago's like a better version of Ottawa. <laughs> Let's be real. They score a lot of goals, but they give up a lot of chances too. Yeah, man. Don't even put those two teams in the same <laughs> sentence, man. I'm just trying to get uh get Blackhawks fans pissed off here. Yeah, you're that bitter, man. Yo, maybe you should host sipping on a 40 man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I need a little Edward, hey, a little hey, Elias man. 40 hands action. There you go. There you go, man. Chicago, you know, why they would actually win the cup being, you know, at the spot that you put them in, it's just because of Kane and Taves. You know, Taves, look at his look at his numbers last year. A lot of Career people talking year. shit. Jonathan Taves. Jonathan Taves, man. Captain Sears and Patrick Kane, man. He's still one of the best players in the league. Those two will have to do something to get that team back to, you know, what, where their fans want them to be. Chicago, man. I was just thinking about their run as well and how old we're getting. Because you know how everyone was talking talking shit about Chicago last year and I, you know, was barely getting back into hockey. So I didn't really kind of connect with it. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? You know, Keith is still there. He's so sick. Kane, Taze, blah, blah, blah. It's been a long time, like, since they've been kind of good. 2019, 2020. We think about it. They won a cup in 2015. Yeah, like, so that wasn't yeah, that well, long years. considering. Yeah, but I get why it's, it's relative. I, I get yeah. it. But if Chicago, you want, if I want to pump their tires, why Chicago's going to win the cup? You know, I think it does come down to maybe the X factor with the team is goaltending. They've had, they had horrible goaltending last year with Crawford being gone most of the year. Mm-hmm. Cam Ward was so bad he's not even in the NHL anymore. He had to retire. <laughs> Yo, Cam Ward, man. You know, here, if Devin Dubnik wins the Stanley Cup. I don't know, man. Cam Ward, Devin Dune, kind of now they don't have similar careers. What am I talking about, man? Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, that was just a stoner moment. And I'm just thinking, Cam Ward, what an interesting goalie. His whole career, his trajectory, you know? I was in grade five his when he trajectory, yeah. He started he started <laughs> yeah. at the top and, and then, then kind of flatlined. He? What was he? Yeah, he flatlined. Yeah, great rookie season and then mediocre. Well, he got like a 12 year career out of winning a cup. So, yeah. you know. Mediocre, maybe a strong and, Actually, that, and it must mean Biddington's going to play another 12 years, too. Yeah, I think. When players win a Stanley Cup, especially a goalie, it's hard to call them mediocre, but that's what he kind of was for the majority of his career. Yeah, that's that's no word of a lie there. Why the fuck are we talking about Cam Ward, man? Because I'm talking about the Blackhawks oh, goaltending, and then you went on a Cam Ward rant. Yeah. <laughs> but later, the X factor later. for this team is goaltending. Like, Robin Lehner, Vesna finalist. Yeah. I mean, Robin Lehner and if Corey Crawford is healthy, and he's playing at a high level. Yeah. Chicago's going to give up a ton of chances. This defense doesn't look good. Why do you think Chicago did that? They got Lehner. Because no, he's insurance. They can't trust Corey Crawford to stay healthy. I, they still kind of want to win with gamble. Kane and Taves. You know, I think the ownership and management feel like they got to keep this team relevant. Not relevant, but important. Important in the standings. Important in the league. And do that for Tane and Caves. 
because they're still making moves and they've kind of made some smart ones strom looks like a smart move to bring it obviously that was a draft pick but just turned out to be like great great for them and who did they trade for this year Alex Nylander. So just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one, but yeah. Kind and they traded. And they traded. Uh, what's his face? How do you say his name again? Uh, Henry Yokoharju. Yokoharju. <laughs> That's gonna be a hard one, man. Henry. His first name is fucking Henry, though. Yeah. Henry Yokoharu. Like what? Yokoharu. Yokoharju. I'm, I'm questioning myself now. Cool name. Chicago. Going Chicago. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do that good too, but if they do good, it's because of two guys. Well, you mentioned important. I don't know if they'll be important, but they'll definitely be exciting. Now, the number five team I have in the Central, there's a lot of questions about this team. The Winnipeg Jets. I mean, what's going to happen? Is Buffalo going to retire? There's Lion A. Connor as well. Lots, go lots going on in Winnipeg, but at, at the same time, you know, you probably have Lion A. Connor back and you still have a very dangerous offense. Yeah. That offense is one of the best in the game for sure. But yeah, right now, without those three in the lineup, this looks like a pretty dreadful team. Yeah, man. And just to see what's happened to them over, what, the last year and a half? And where they were looking at when they lost to Vegas in the, the Western Conference Finals. Everyone was looking at them as the model. They were built, and they had good contracts on their team, and it looked like they were going to be able to squeeze out two or three years out of that team. But shit changes fast, man. And Lonnie, it doesn't even look like he wants to go back there. I don't know, man. Winnipeg. Messy situation. I got to tell you why they're going to win the cup. Okay. Maybe it's just... Maybe. <laughs> Someone cleans it up. You know? <laughs> Something happens. <laughs> Fucking hire the maids, you know? Shit gets cleaned up but nice. Maybe, look, look at it this way, man. Maybe everyone's doubting Winnipeg at this point, you know? There's a lot of turmoil on the outside right now. But maybe they just have one of those seasons where Connor Hellebuck is Vezina form. Mm. You see Josh Morrissey is a bona fide number one defenseman. You get steps from younger guys like Sam Naku, Tucker Poolman. Oh. The offense is what it is. Maybe, maybe everyone's just underestimating Winnipeg at this point. Maybe they go on a miracle run. Maybe they bring the first cup back to Canada, man. And, and you know, if, even if they lose guys like Bufflin, and they already lost True, but those are hard hard guys to lose, but maybe Shifley takes a step too. Becomes, you know, a, or, or what, a second a. or third tier. Okay, what, what, what tier would you put Shifley in? I mean, he's probably like... A Oh, that's a good question. That is. I mean, McDavid's in a tier by himself, and I think there's another tier, and then probably Shuff is in like a third tier. Third tier, right? That's that's hot. That's good. Great player. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It, it really does suck for the people in Winnipeg, too. Look, it's happened so quick, but, but you never know. They could still turn it around. They still have some top-end talent on that team. You never know. Well, let's remember this, Winnipeg. You could have been playing for a cup, but you lost to an, an expansion team. So. I know, right? Those no, assholes, man. Terrible, man. Those assholes. What about number four in the division? I, I, I'm curious how you feel about this one. You know, they won the division last year, the Nashville Predators. But I have them fourth this year. Nashville. Nashville, Winnipeg, fourth and fifth. Yo, if Nashville... I'm, I'm doubting them a little bit. You are, right? A little bit. A little bit. Or, I mean, it's probably not so much that I'm doubting them, is that the rest of the division got better. You know, I, I feel like I keep saying the same answers. I don't know if it's the, 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 the joint we just smoked or if it's kind of relative to all these teams, but... The way they're winning the cup is like, you know, if they're top players, take the next step. Like we're talking about a Johansson. Like, is he going to take the next step? I think I think their defense is pretty set with Yossi. I think he's gone to that tier that he's going to kind of stay at. Do you think Yossi can get better? I think he is what he is. Same thing with Ekholm too. He's 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 been doing well, doing great over the last couple of years. Maybe their X Factor has to be Johansson. That's what I'm looking at. Johansson, eh? Oh, is it jo Johansson? Yeah, sorry, man. It's whatever you want it to be. Yeah, what what about some? Be, where's the Victor Arvidsson love, man? Good job, Kyle. I'll give you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. Here for you, man. 
Yeah, the National Predators, I so with these top four teams, I gotta tell you why they're trash. And the National Predators, maybe they're going downhill, man. Maybe. Just say it. They might be going downhill. They've lost they, they lost PK Superman for peanuts. Pekarin is getting older. They seem to never be able to find a number one centerman. They're gonna, they're gonna try again with Matt Duchesne. Hey. I mean, Matt Duchesne played on some bad teams too. Is he necessarily oh, yeah. a savior? They got that savior? dude. They got that dude. They still got Cal Turris as a third line center making six million bucks. They got that dude. Shout out to uh, what? Burnt New West, right? Cal Turris. Cal Turris, yeah. Pride of New West. Damn. Impressive. Johansson's the pride of what? Port Moody? Johansson. Johansson. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, what is he? Port Moody? I think Johansson's Port Moody. Hey, go be a number one center, man. They're going to they're gonna need a lot from him, man. It's crazy. Again, we talked about Winnipeg, and now you look at Nashville. It's, it's kind of similar. What's happened? What's happened? Again, it's it's a super competitive division, and mm-hmm. a lot can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Nashville did battle some injuries last year too. Big injuries to Subban, and Johansson, and Arvidsson. Maybe they have some better luck health wise. You know, they still won the division with that, even right. So, I think there's still a chance that they get better, but there's a chance that they take a te- take a step back in a division where there's lots of teams that could compete for the cup. What if uh, Nashville? doesn't make the playoffs like you said competitive division oil what happens is he a, is, you know what happens does something happen he keeps his job for you know at least another 10 years for sure man they <laughs> <laughs> kept Barry Trotz for like 40 years man that's true they're just loyal out there man Poyle's already been there for 20 plus years right yeah been damn. a long time damn man we'll see we'll see what happens I still think they make the playoffs this year they're too good to miss but you just want Winnipeg Nashville two good fan bases I cheer for teams in the U.S. that have have strong fan bases. Okay, those Americans that love hockey, Nashville. I want I want them to do well, man. Longer, stay competitive for a long time. They've been pretty consistent for a long time. It just sucks that it may look like their window to capitalize on this core and you know reach the pinnacle, the Stanley Cup, be one of those top teams is kind of closing quicker than than we thought. Yeah, similar story in Winnipeg as well. Uh, you talk about good fan bases. You go shout out to St. Louis. I have them third in my rankings here in the Central. You know, it's awesome to see that fan base finally get their first cup. You know, they've deserved for a long time. It's been a long time since they were, they were even in the cup finals. You know, but, um, you know, this team's got talent all around, man. And I I don't see how they're going to take a step back this year. I still think they're going to be a great team. Hangover, man. Come on. You think it's going to be a hangover? I, I think, yo, they're, I think they're... I don't think it's going to be bad enough for them to miss the playoffs. There's two big variables, okay? You got us. Jordan Bennington, what really like the second year? You know, we talked about Cam Ward. What is Jordan Bennington? And then we got this team that just won the cup. There's there's two big variables there. Like I think there is a big chance that this team, again in the central division, that's kind of tough. You know, doesn't do well this year, and that's okay. When you wait that long for a cup final, the pressure is is so off for at least a year. That first year, come on, come on, man. People going to sleep in Stanley Cup gear, never taking it off for a whole year. Damn. Well, you heard it here first on Silky and Filthy. Kyle, thanks for taking over on why your team is trash. Kyle's <laughs> saying the St. Louis Blues are experiencing the cup hangover. Yeah, I am. And Jordan Bennington, you know. No way he's that good, right? No way. Are you kidding me? That doesn't make sense. When does that ever happen? I mean, he's he pretty- had 24 wins and what? Barely over 30 starts last year in the regular season. 24-5-1. and one. And then? And then won the cup. Damn. It's a lot of winning, man. Damn. No way he can keep that up, right? Would you take... Jordan Bennington or Carolina Hurricanes, what, 2005 Cam Ward? Uh, Bennington. Damn. Why? Because you don't remember the Cam Ward of old? No, Cam Ward was crazy, but... I don't know. Like, he took over from Martin Gerber, like, during that playoffs run, didn't he? It wasn't, like, from the regular season. (laughs) Yo, what a guy, Bennington wrote it all through the season and then killed it in the playoffs. 
what Ward a guy. Hopped a little later. You know, back in the day, I was just watching the Canucks. I could watch every Canuck game, and as soon as they were eliminated, I just couldn't watch hockey anymore. I was that hurt. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're so a fanboy I just watched sure. highlight packages, you know? Yeah, ultimate fanboy back in the day. You missed out, man. You missed, missed out on what? You don't remember that run. Don't fucking lie. What, in 2006? You watched all the games? I remember. You still yeah. watched the games after the Canucks lost? Oh, man, with my family all the time. eliminated? Damn, Tampa Bay, Calgary. Bro. Oh. New Jersey, Anaheim. All those cup finals, man. Both New Jersey runs. I watched, yeah, I watched those. Run. I watched those. But I don't think I was that connected with the Canucks. Like, I just started watching hockey. Like, what was that? Like, 2002, right? The Ducks. When did the Ducks make the finals? 2003? 2003, yeah. 2003. Yeah, that was a big year for the Canucks. That was the first one for sure. Oh, we brought it up in this episode, man. That was yeah. the year they lost to the Minnesota Wild. Oh, there you go. Boom, boom. Boom, man. And to quote Trailer Park Boys, what goes around is all around, man. What? Yeah, Trailer Park Boys. Next team. Shout out to Ricky. Next team. Number two, the Colorado Avalanche. Oh. Exciting team, man. I, I actually, team. <laughs> they were part of my embarrassment in the semifinals when I was picking teams. I picked them to beat San Jose. I was wrong, but they came damn close, man, in game seven. And mm-hmm. this is this is a team on the rise. I mean, I got to tell you why they're trash, though. I have they really solved their debt problems? Yeah, I is don't know. Goaltending, but we talked really about this good? in the last episode, man. How it's just the way the NHL is kind of going with some teams where they just enjoy having a top loaded roster with top tier, like real top tier talent. You know, real top tier fucking talent. McKinnon, Ratnan, you know, two of the what top fifteen players in the league. They have two of those guys. I don't think they mind if their their team kind of. Doesn't have those names on the back, the, the bottom six. I don't think they care. And they just kind of hope that, that something does happen with a couple of those guys. I don't know. I, I like their team a lot. In fact, it's hard for me to say. If anything, it's just an inexperience for me. I think they're on the team on the rise. Yeah, it's okay too, man. To talk about inexperience, Bennington didn't have much last year and he did all right. So, I mean, I I, still, I, I like them too, man. I have them finishing second in the Central. I do think the moves to have Kadri as a second line center. I think Burakovsky, he's move. a great bounce back Big candidate. Move. Hey, man, real talk. Every time on Silky and Filthy, every time we bring up the Colorado Avalanche, they're one of the, those teams that I want to do to do really well in the States. I think they're one of the teams that can make Make hockey cool again in the States. Real cool. Because Colorado, Denver, they love their hockey. They got to see some great teams. When they got the game, the second time around, they immediately got Sackick, Forsberg, Foot, Blake, Wah. They love the game. I think this roster can do the same for that for that fan base and, and spark something, man. Put that team on national TV all the time, you know, in the States. NBC and shit. Come Let's on. Let's go, man. Colorado's the new Chicago. Hey, Give maybe, them all the prime time. Maybe. McKinnon, great player. Ratnan. Call it now. If he hasn't signed by the time this episode comes out, because we're recording it a week before, does he get signed before the season starts? Because that's a hard contract. Yeah, I think he gets signed. Okay, cool. And it's Marner money? A little less, but probably nine and a half to ten. Okay, I cool. Think. Cool, cool. Next team. I have number one. I'm hopping on the bandwagon. Sexy Stanley Cup pick. The Dallas Stars. Damn, really? Okay. They're the top team in your division predictions. We got to give a reason why this team will be trash. I got one. I, I think go, go. maybe we're too too hyped up about Ben and Sagan. Maybe they can't get it done. I, well, you want to know why they're what, trash? The owner thinks the top two players are trash. Oh, so, I mean, obviously, so, yeah. they must be trash, man. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they can't get it done. Sagan, Ben, these guys have played, played together for a while. Another guy who but hasn't they, go- they did have like somewhat of a great season last year. 
Even yeah, in the playoffs. Ben had a down year, but Stegen yeah. was as good as ever. I'm talking about team success. It kind of exactly. changed for them. Philosophy kind of changed for them. And one of the reasons I really like them too is they are built from the back out. They have the best goaltending tandem in the league. They got an amazing top three on defense with Heiskin and Klingberg and Lindell. That's an amazing top three. Their high skin is only getting better. Amazing, eh? And they added to their depth. Like, look at Joe Pavelski as a second line center. Talk about a guy who hasn't won yet. There's another guy right there on Joe Pavelski. Good ad, good ad. Big player. But, you know, they, they were great in the playoffs last year. I think they're only going to get better with some of the young talent they have. Yeah. Especially in the blue in there in high skin. And, man, he is... <laughs> woo! Yeah. He's a great player, man. We talk about Pedersen being like maybe he, the best yo, player from the draft. He's the best player on Dallas. And Dallas is, again, front-loaded. I don't know if he's better than Tyler Sagan. Not yet, at least. Hey, is he more important to their team success? Good question. You don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you're about to say Sagan, man. I don't know you're about to Yeah, you know, I was, I was like, oh, I don't know if I... Uh, hey, Sagan? Make the, the video take, games, man. Be yo, brave. In the, in the video games, Sagan is one of the best players to, to use. Crazy. Heiskanen or Sagan, man? Make... make Okay. I'm going to say Heiskanen. You're going to say Sagan. I don't know how we'll determine who had a better year at the end of the year, but, you know, 50 bucks on the line, okay? Wow. All right. Sounds go, good. Buddy. Sounds good. Okay, buddy. We're judging my points, right? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Hey, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll, buddy. All right. We'll, so we'll judge, you know, honestly. We'll get someone to pick for us. Okay. Well, before we break into the Pacific Division, let's drop a little meanwhile in Canadian, man. Each day, a busy beaver can shift 10 times its own body weight. All righty then. I grew up in Canada. I have not been around someone who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? We did it because we love our country, and not for any other reason, no other reason. They can throw the money uh, for the pension fund out the window, they can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. All right, before we get to this story on Meanwhile in Canada, it's funny, man. I was talking to my Irish cousin, and he thinks that in Canada, we're absolutely nuts to go camping. He's like, we got, we got bears out there. He's like, how, how, do you, how do you sleep at night knowing there's bears? Yeah. And I tell him this. On average, in Canada, do you know that more people get killed by moose every year than get killed by bears? Come on, Matt. I obviously know by the way you ask this question, it's obviously moose, right? Of course yeah. it's moose. Come of on, course. Man. Should I have been more... A little bit sneakier about it. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, I just somehow want, just sneaked I, it in, you know? Well, you know Add this, some theater to it. This the story on Mumon Canada is about a moose, so hey, I, I got to get to it. Fair enough. I gotta, I to get to the point. Continue. It's going to be a good story. I know it. In Fort St. John, British Columbia. Shout out to Fort St. John. Actually closer to Edmonton than here, really. Shout out. A moose. I, I love this. I'm going I'm to read the lead. The, lead. the leads on this article is great. A moose that may have had a yearning for learning smashed its way into the Peace River North School District office in Fort St. John, John, B.C. A moose. A moose? Ran through the window <laughs> of a building. They don't Damn. know why it got inside. But Did anyone was, die? No, no anyone one died. Hurt? No? No one died. Just several employees like, heard it because they were at the office at the time and they called the police and... I'd be so scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up. What? What are you going to do? What if a moose just ran in here right now? It was a big, I'd jump it out was the a window. big moose, but... Oh, shit, really? Yeah. But still, okay. it's, it's scary enough, man. Yeah, straight up. Who knows, man? Maybe that moose just was eating some fermented berries, got a little drunk and stumbled through the glass because it's a little odd for a moose to charge glass like that. They didn't really have an answer for it in this one. But uh, the moose was injured, had some minor cuts, but uh, they were able to track his movements afterwards. And the moose was okay. So what did they do? Did they they kill the moose? No, no, no. They just, they, 
they stitched up Nothing. his minor cuts and then put oh, a wow. tracking device on him. And like that, eh? Sure okay. Wow, man, you gotta love Canada, man. Good old Canada, That's so right? nice, man. Yeah. Gotta shed some good light like on Canada. You fuck this building up, you know, tax dollars gonna have to go to this building. It's all good, you know? Take care of you. Hey, this is the Western Conference episode. Gotta shed some light on the yeah, West Coast man. being the best Canada, coast. Canada, man. You know, we, we do a horrible job at representing how great this country is. I noticed that all of our stories are fucked, man. It's awesome. I love it, man. Because Canada, man, it just has that... That's the same thing said about it all the time, which is great, which is nice, but we're so, we're so fucked up too, man. Canada. Oh, the story wasn't as fucked up as last week, so I, I turned it down in Ontario. Yeah, you did. How about that one time where you talked about the the lady who was protesting naked next to Parliament? No. Oh yeah, no, it was at the cop station because cop station. She got assaulted by a bouncer, and then the cops refused to listen oh, to her request, yeah. so she just sat out naked outside the cop station. Damn. Hey. Gotta get your way sometimes, man. Just like that moose obviously wanted to get his way into that school. Damn. Aggressive. Shout out to that moose. And you know what? We got to get our way to the Pacific Division. Shout out. The last one in our Silky and Filthy NHL preview. We're talking Western Conference. Pacific Division, last place. I don't think this is too much of a surprise. The LA Kings. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to make an argument for Edmonton, but they got McJesus, man. They're too damn good for yeah. that. <laughs> you know, if, if the Oilers don't finish ahead of the Los Angeles Kings this year... Something has got to happen. I'm talking relocation. <laughs> I'll say it now, bro. McDavid will relocate oh, yeah, the, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that, that, that type of relocation. Unbelievable. Yeah, the Kings, how, again, we have to do the opposite with this. This is hard to do. This, this, is, I, this is maybe I, the hardest I to one to do. I to Harvard to study fucking, you know, hockey. Like, this is crazy. How can yeah. this work out? You know, we were talking about Mal Malcolm Gladwell earlier in the book, uh, David vs. Goliath. Like, every single player on that team is going to have to read that book. They're going to have to buy into whatever genius coach that they have. Great coach. It would have to be the best coach ever to ever walk this earth. Everything has to go right. I don't even know. The antithesis of what's, the, what's their odds in Vegas? Like a thousand? No, no. 500? Like, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's the second worst <laughs> in the league. I don't know the exact numbers, but it was yeah. the only team worse with the Ottawa Senators. Damn. According to Bodog. Damn. Los Angeles, not. Yeah, I don't up. really know how they're winning the cup. I mean, yeah, what, Dowdy, Kopitar, and Quick? You know, hop in a time machine. Hey, you know. I, don't, legends, I, don't, I got another Legends of the early one. decade. And how about this? A reason to watch the LA Kings this year. Is there a reason why you'd watch the LA Kings? No, there the isn't. The Ben Hudden resurgence, man. Oh, man. Let's go, Ben Hudden. Right? He's going to relive that rookie season in LA. Damn, bro. Oh, no, he's probably just going to fill in for Dion Phaneuf. Damn, that, Dion Phaneuf's still in the league, right? No, no he's, he's a free gone. agent. He's a free no, he's agent. Gone. They bought him ben, out. Ben Hudden's going to be replacing Dion Phaneuf. Oh, you shit. know, that left side D, second, third pairing, giving up a lot of chances. Yo. It'll LA. be perfect there. There's actually no reason to watch them, right? Yeah, I don't got a great reason for that. I don't got a good bullshit reason for them winning the cup, and I don't got a good reason to watch bad, them either. Man, that's gonna be bad. We're gonna have to watch them Yo, four we, times this year for sure. We may see some like record low numbers there, man, at the Staples Center, especially you know having the the Clippers and the Lakers there. Yeah, it's and a volatile market. They, I know they've always been there, but damn, it's different that this year, like very different. Is anyone gonna give a fuck about the Kings? Are we going to see a game at the Staples Center where 10,000 people, you know, show up? I still think there's 9, too many people in LA and with, with the <laughs> yeah, stars true, there right true. now. That's extreme. There's probably a lot of casual fans too. Just like, oh yeah, Dowdy, we won the cup with that guy. And they did win two cups, man. Like We, yeah. we wouldn't know how that feels. Maybe that did buy them 15,000 fans for the next... 10 years and it's been a while but i don't know this is think gonna be it, bad if, if the, the hockey's gonna be bad too think why about would it, you even go to an la kings game it's a waste of fucking life think about it if the sedines won the cup and then the canucks were just terrible which they were anyways you probably still go watch the sedines right would you care as much no man the, okay when the canucks sucked 
the last like the last Canuck game I went to, well, the one that I paid like money for, decent money for, was the Sedin's last game. It's like there was no other reason right, to go right. to the fucking rink, you know? And being in LA and a lot of things happening in LA, always happening in LA. Come on, man. It could be bad at the Staples Center. It could be bad. Maybe we're being too harsh. They won some cups. You know, that obviously did something, but the hockey's gonna be shit. It's gonna be a waste of time. Yeah, it might not be much better here too. I have Anaheim number seventh. Number seventh. I like that. Number seventh. Yeah, that was, I like that was that, man. bad English right there. Shout out to the purple. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Ducks might be better if they brought back those Muddy Duck jerseys on a full-time basis. I love those things. Yeah. Those they kind of brought them back, right? They, they kind of brought them back, but I just feel like the uniform now is, is subpar. One of, one of the worst uniforms in the league. In oh, how opinion. they use the logo? Yeah, with the that. web foot D, it's just, yeah, not not loving it. My homie, my homie Brando, he actually has, I think it's a Ricard Raquel jersey too, and he has that logo. And I saw it once in person. It was nice. It was different. Maybe the logo, just seeing it in person kind of just gives you that nostalgic, like n- n- nostalgic feeling that kind of gives you, gives it a pass. But I don't know. It was not that bad in person. The team is bad though. And I don't know how they'd win the cup, like some... Some Disney shit has to happen there, man. Yeah, it's, Honestly. it's a Disney miracle. Like, yeah, you, you seen the movie Space Jam, right? Some similar shit. You know, something <laughs> has to happen, man. So fucking powers, something, man. Yo, well, poor Getzlav, man. <laughs> why do you feel, he won a cup, man. Why do you feel bad? I know, like, but... Olympic gold. I know, All man. his buddies are gone, I guess, I right? I know, man. That's the thing. You're looking for a reason why Cali. the Ducks could win the cup is just John Gibson just doesn't let him to goal. Oh, yeah, that guy's good. Long. That's about it. That guy's good, That's going in the league, playing on a terrible team. It's... It could <laughs> be fun. It could be fun. He almost carried, he, like he was holding that team up, you know, somewhat around the playoff picture last year. Like they were still a, couple, a few points out in, in December, and then they went on that terrible losing streak. But for a while there, he was putting up rocks all numbers, and the team wasn't winning games. No, that's true. And uh, everyone seems to feel a certain way about him. They they think he's fun to watch. They actually think he he's exceeded expectations. Like everyone thought he was going to be a good goalie, but he he's a reason to watch. Like we talked about the Kings not being. Like, there's no reason to watch the fucking Kings. John Gibson, just to be entertained, like, yo, homie, look at these saves. You'd watch them. Yeah, if yeah. you like goalies, man, watch them, John Gibson. Yeah. Um, we're, I mean, And they suck, so, like, think about the saves he's going to make, you know? And he can make those saves. Splits, backflips, everything, bro. Yeah. Damn. Anaheim, not as many reasons to watch. What about Edmonton? Is there a reason to watch Edmonton other than Connor McDavid? Will you watch no. just because of McDavid, though? Like, we, yeah. are you excited to see an Dude, Edmonton it's Connor game? McDavid, bro. Connor McDavid's one of the most fun athletes to watch in sport. So, so you're say, watching Oilers games, of course, like every now and then. Say it's a Saturday and there's like six other games on. Are you yeah. tuning into the Oilers game? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm watching the Oilers game. I'm watching McDavid. He's that fun to watch. Yeah, You've ne- I've never seen a play. We, we, come on, man, just go back to past episodes. We talk about McDavid all the time. The only reason they're winning the cup, the Oilers, is because McDavid is McTa- McDavid, like super McDavid. Something happens. Some sort of evolution. He's. I'm telling We've you, never man. seen this before. 220 points in a season. Like oh, Gretzky's kind of done that. Yeah. Okay. Just McDavid's got to take a Gretzky leak. level. He's got to take a leak in everyone's water bottle in that dressing room. Everyone's got to drink a little McDavid piss, and then maybe they'll just get some of his magic powers, man. You seen That's the movie? The uh, what, like Mike, have. right? Like Mike. Like Mike. So Gret. So <laughs> with Bow Wow. So you know, the Oilers they lost 10 straight to start the season, right? And McDavid, you know, he needs to get away. He just goes on a nice walk, and he finds like an old pair of Gretzky skates, and he just like. Puts them on, and then some shit happens. That's yeah. the only way they're gonna win the fucking cup, you know. Sounds like a terrible D-list movie, man. Sounds like it'd be cheesy as hell. No, it's gonna suck. Like, it's gonna suck for us. We nobody wants to see the Oilers do well. But he, no, the, okay. The, don't the you NA- think he's that good? Like, don't you think he's that great of an athlete? Like that, like so superb at what he does that there is a chance that he can do the impossible. Still, yeah, of course, there's a chance. 
Yeah. But I think if you're looking at the Oilers roster right now, I know, compared to last the, season, bro, it's, it's same terrible. Shit. It's like, what is this? Yeah, the defense is bad. The goaltending is absolutely laughable, okay, so man. You, you say it first Shout before we go. Koskinen. Say it first before we just go off on the Oilers right now. How are they going to do this? Just because of McDavid, right? We're not talking dry saddle. We're not, take, not talking nurse, you know. <laughs> How are they going to do this, man? There's yeah, no other answer. <laughs> I don't got anything, man. There's no other answer. The goal, How can the they goal, do If that? the goaltending's average and no one gets hurt, yeah, and you know they have a few mystery guys stuff like Tyler Benson, and, you know, oh shout God, out to Vancouver Giant. Yeah, no shout out. Oh, we're I, not I talking about this right now. James, James Neal. Oh, anyone, anyone oh, feels like James Neal? Marcus Granlund. How could the Oilers do this? I know what Ken Holland had in front of him was impossible to work with. Impossible. But how? Could, could they have not found a way? Again, read a book or something, figure it out. How could they go into another season with Connor McDavid and bring this to the table? If the Oilers suck this year, yo, this is proof. He's asking for a trade. This is bullshit, bro. That's absolute bullshit. That's How do you do that to someone, man? That's fucking mean. Dude. That is the, that's one of the meanest things that's ever happened in the game of hockey. What we just seen right now. How could you do that? That's fucking sad. I'm telling you, man, we got, we're saying the reason why you should watch the team this year. I mean, other than McDavid, I'm watching because I want to see if the Oilers are still just as bad because, man, I can't wait until the McDavid trade comes to fruition. I can't wait. Then we can bring in that old episode again, man, see if our trade predictions come true. No, uh, we're McDavid, never right. We're never right. David it's getting traded happen, 2020. Oh, can't wait, man. man. Can't, can't wait. wait. Next team. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Number five. The Arizona Coyotes. Oh, damn, man. Damn. I was, uh, you know what? I was a bit bullish on them last season. Yeah, okay. Is that the, the fan base? Okay, I gotcha. They're slightly louder, but... Yeah, yeah. a little louder than Florida. Yeah, yeah, a little better. A little better. Yeah. You know, last season, we were kind of went back and forth. We kind of had our dark horse teams. You had Chicago. I had Arizona. Uh, we, we both, you know, we, we struck a little bit short, but... Um, yeah, we did. Arizona, I was kind of high on them. I mean, they, they almost made the playoffs last year with the mediocre lineup. They added Phil Kessel. Yeah, they got a full I, was, year. I was so close to fucking buying you the John Chica glasses, <laughs> honestly, bro. Just a rock to every episode. Oh man, I've never seen a, I've never met a dude who, who appreciates John Chica as much as Trevor Beggs. Fuck, man. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if that's actually true. I know that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, John Chica, great. Yeah, wow. The Arizona Coyotes, man. I, I'm not buying them as much right now. I, I feel like. Ooh. You know, Phil Kessel, again, he's a bit of a better version of Alex Galchenyuk, but he has those deficiencies. His points per game at even strength, or points per 60, I should say, a lot lower when he wasn't playing with Malkin and Crosby over the past couple of years. Their defense, I mean, Ekman Larson hasn't been that number one stud that they've wanted. He's been like kind of playing at a second pairing rate, I'd say. And then other than that, they got question marks after that. You know, Demers, Yalmerson, Golagoski, these guys are all over 30. How good can they be? They've all battled injuries. I really like Jacob Chicharin. But he's one guy. It's it's you know what? And then they're they're forwards other than you know Keller who had a down year, Kessel, and Schmaltz. It's not anyone to get extremely excited about. They got to be well coached. They should they should have just traded for Barry Trotz. They were <laughs> they, they no, done but that. they were well coached last year. I think that was a big reason why they almost made the playoffs. Oh, talk it, yeah, they had yeah, great yeah. goaltending. I, okay, what I should have said, what I should have said there. 
like they needed they needed yeah they just needed someone like Barry Trotz a better coach I guess you know <laughs> and not that's no no diss to talk it it's just like, they don't need a great coach they need a miracle worker like a miracle worker you know <laughs> I, is there a lot of hype about the Coyotes I, again I don't again you're the only one who talks about the Coyotes man <laughs> I've never met a guy who talks about the Coyotes <laughs> how about Paul Bissonette man he's like the no, yo, shout, out, shout out to him he's doing great things for the league I understand that you know he works for them and He's being honest about how, what he what he thinks about the Coyotes, but for me, it's just it's just like I've seen it my whole life, my whole con- hockey life. You know, just prove it, prove me wrong. I've never seen it before. It's like it actually looks impossible to have success in Arizona, and you're just look at the team. It's nothing to be excited about. It could happen, but but probably not. I don't know. Well, before we get to number should four, should I should I be like less harsh on the Coyotes and their fan base? They're, I know they're gonna fucking hate me. Look, if they if they do great things this year, I'll say it right now. I, I'm a man of my word. I'll fucking I'll fucking buy a fan of jersey, okay, with my name on it. I'll just buy wow. it. Wow, Yo, straight up, guys, bro. Man. All right, straight up, man. Come on, like, well, I'm harsh, but come on. Let's end up what's, pod- what's let's in Arizona? They wrote a letter. Never forget about that letter. Yeah, you're all about that letter. I want to hang it up in the studio, man. They wrote a letter. No more excuses. No well, more damn. excuses, right? No more excuses. Well, no more Let's excuses because they're winning the cup this year, right? There you go. Why are they I, winning the cup? Why are they winning the cup? Um, Fill the thrill, man. Yeah, fill the thrill. It's got to be filled. Uh, 50 Fill. goals, you know, thir- 32 assists. And there's not there's not many people. He rubs off that. on Clayton Keller. Clayton Keller gets inspired. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. pots 52. Keller lives up to the contract. He got yeah. paid fat. It's true. Paid fat. Making a lot of money. Making a lot. All right, so number four, I have... The Vancouver Canucks. I feel like number four feels too high. I feel like I'm being too optimistic on them right now. I mean, it's kind of a testament to the rest of the division. Trevor wanted to put them higher. Did I? I actually thought I was, Uh, I had them lower originally. Oh, okay. Okay. But you know what? The season's coming closer. The balls are tingling, man. (laughs) Quinn Hughes coming to town. Another full year of Elias Pedersen. Yeah. yeah. You know, and again, health is a big thing. If Pedersen and Besser are healthy and have a full year together, they're going to be awesome. Same with Quinn Hughes. If we actually get a full season to Quinn Hughes, if he can stay healthy, if he can you know, avoid the grind of an 82-game schedule and, and pseudo for most of the games, he's going to be a big impact player for the Canucks, man. And yeah. this team is better on paper. The, the, the thing that scares me about the Canucks, and for the top four, I mean, I got to say why the team's trash. Whew. Let me tell you, man. This, yeah. this defense, I still think, despite the improvements they made, has the, the potential to be pretty bad. Eller and Tanev <laughs> have not been able to stay healthy. These guys are supposed to be two of the top defensemen on the team still. And then Tyler, Meyer, Tyler Myers is one of the other top guys. He hasn't shown to play well against top competition. He's been pretty bad against top competition. Is that what the, the stats are saying? The, the heat charts? Or whatever. The, yeah, the heat charts. The <laughs> things that uh, that make your eyes hurt, you know? Yeah, they make my eyes hurt. They make me concerned, okay? They make me concerned. I don't like seeing that by, by someone's face. I think they're going to die, like I said. Yeah. Scary things. And I think the other thing about the Canucks you look at is they need secondary secondary scoring as well. They added mm-hmm. Miller, they added Furland, but you know if you have Sutter and Beagles, your bottom two centers still, it, that's not a great that's not a winning combination. Goddard hasn't really shown enough yet that warrants that he's going to be a successful third line center in the NHL at least right now. So there's a lot of questions on this Canuck team, but if you if you believe in the goaltending, you believe the defense is actually going to be at least average, which is which is possible if everyone's healthy. You know, this is a team that could push for a playoff spot. And yeah. it's been a long time. How are they going to win the cup? Like, I think if they're going to win the cup because we're just playing the game, they have to do everything you said and just, you know, live up to it somehow and do more. You just did the whole thing, bro. Just listen to that. That's how they're going to have success. Everything kind of has to go right. The Vancouver Canucks, again, I hope that I, I hope that he can handle the pressure because Elias Pettersson, 
based on what he did last year, there's going to be not intense pressure, but some type of pressure is going to be there and it's going to come from the masses and people are expecting a lot. For the Canucks to take the next step, Pedersen has to take the next step. <laughs> I don't know, that's a lot to ask. But we're going to... The city's going to need like Pedersen to, to get to like 90 points. He's going to have to put up like 40 plus goals. And I think he can do those. He can do that. He's that talented. Look at that shot. That shot is worth 20 goals minimum. Just based on like taking a wrist shot, taking a slap shot. Pedersen, the sky's the limit. Vancouver, Quinn Hughes, you talked about him. I don't know if the league is talking about him a lot. The dude is hella talented. Overshadowed by his own brother. Fair enough. Fair enough. Quinn Hughes. But he, I think he's a part of that discussion he, league-wide, too. When you're talking about yeah. Heiskin and Dahlin, You think Bacar, so? Hughes, Damn. He's in that conversation Damn. of defensemen who are this next generation of defensemen, the top guys who are just changing the game. Oh, yeah. Quinn Hughes. Damn, bro. It's going to be a beast. I said health is huge for the top guys in the Canucks. You know, if they stay healthy, and this is a team that's faced a lot of injuries over the past few seasons, you know, they, they, they're, they're going to push for a playoff spot. Yeah, I'm not concerned about Quinn's high, too. I'm not. Oh, don't be concerned about I, th I think he has We're the five, talent. Ten, man. He's superb, superb We're talent. NHL, superb though. talent. He's shown it in, in what we saw in college. And even his like brief sample size in the NHL, you can kind of see that he's fearless on the ice. He wants to do what he wants to do. That's a good trait to have if you want to be one of the best. And Quinn Hughes, <laughs> how does he skate like that? Crazy. Yeah, some of the best edge work I've ever seen, man. He's absolutely damn. dynamic. He makes me want to skate. You know, I want to learn how to do that. <laughs> you know? I'm not, damn, bro. I thought he was making the NHL until like age 14 and he never skated before, right? I know. That, remember that story? Damn, bro. That's how much uh, the game meant to me. Damn. Hockey, powerful Imagine thing, if man. I could skate like that. Yo, if any anyone can skate like that, they're, they're getting drafted minimum, you know, third round, fourth round. You don't even have to be good as long as you can skate like that. That's not, any, not everyone can do that. Quinn Hughes. Can he do it this year? Can he can he lead this team into the playoffs? Because he again, I know it's asking a lot. Vancouver loves to do that, you know, <laughs> just fall in love real quick, real real quick. Can he handle the pressure? Because there's going to be pressure on him too. Hey, the hype is <laughs> there is the hype is real, and we're biased in this market because uh, you know of the, where the team's at, and obviously we're Canucks fans. But you know, when I'm looking at teams around the NHL who have exciting young talent that I want to watch, I'm looking at the Canucks. With Hughes, Pedersen, Besser. Bro, Tim and Sid. Tim and Sid was on the other day, and oh yeah, I don't know if he slipped or he was just he was just pissed off at Marner. But I'm pretty sure I gotta pull up the I gotta pull up the clip. Okay, I'm pretty sure this dude, Sid, said that Brock Besser. I don't want to paraphrase and I don't want to say it, but I think he said he's better than Marner. I think he's he did he didn't, say something he didn't amongst quite those say lines? that, but he said something along those lines that yeah. if Besser stays healthy, he could be as good as Marner. I don't know, man. <laughs> Yo. That's pretty, what's that's happening? Pretty, kind of bold. What's what mixtape did this guy get about Brock Bezer? He just, I, I think he's, he's I think he's a great player. <laughs> I think he's saying what a lot of people other people did. You are send the mixtape to Mandy. <laughs> yeah, watch our guy. Gotta talk Coast about bias. him. Look, look at the, look who we got. Brock Bezer. Look, it's West Bezer. Coast oh. bias. Damn, bro. Hey, yeah, we should be. Hey, well, he was what? saying what a lot of other people are saying about Bezer too. If you're buying the hype, he could be a 40 goal, 70 point guy. These are With numbers that are being thrown out. But that's no Marner. Potential. That's no Marner. No, you're right. Well, he's scoring more than Marner. That's not even a Ratnan. Uh, again, I, I think it's Canucks are gonna have success. I'm looking. I'm not even. I'm not even closely looking at Brock. Two eyes. One's looking at Pedersen. The other one. Well, they're both looking. <laughs> the other one's looking at Hughes. You know. Bro, even Horvat doesn't fit that picture. It's if the Canucks are gonna have success. Those two players. All right, man. Well, we 
We talked a lot about the Canucks. We got to get to the top three to wrap up the Western Conference preview on Silky and Filthy. Vancouver Canucks. I'm going to ask you right now. Are they making the playoffs? No. Fourth no, 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 no. Nah. That's all if if place, I'm going right? to talk shit about the Arizona Coyotes <laughs> and, and, and tell Dunn to prove me something, and I'm talking about the whole franchise, prove me something, I need a Jim Benning team to prove me something. Because, yeah, it's Jim, <laughs> Jim Benning, man. It, it's a prove me year. You know, his reputation is on the line here. Big yeah. year. I, I, could, I could see a solid 9th or 10th spot coming for the Canucks. But, you know, they're, <laughs> they're probably aiming for that 7 to 10 range. That's what they're going for. Oh, man. Right? I think, yeah. Solid 10th place. Let's Van go. Vancouver should be happy if they're if they're watching 78 meaningful games, you know? 79 meaningful games. Yep. So let's set the bar low, man. I always yeah. love doing that. Setting the bar low. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I should set the bar low for these guys. They were first in the West last season. Second overall in the NHL, the Calgary Flames. Mm. I haven't finishing third in the division. I, I, I'm i a bit of a Flames doubter still. Yeah, you are. I'm a doubter too. I don't think they got it. I think, you know how we talked about Sagan and Ben? And I kind of get the same feeling with Gaudreau. He got absolutely head. rattled in the playoffs against Colorado last year. Mm. Way too easily. For a guy who's supposed to lead that team, who is the de facto leader on offense, he got absolutely rattled by the Avalanche. He was yelling at his teammates. He was it yelling was at It was a frustrating series. It was a frustrating yeah. series, but and he's, he's the de facto leader. I know Giordano's obviously yeah, probably yeah, yeah. the, you know, Mr. Bean's got to lead the way. Talent <laughs> leader, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Johnny Goudreau, it's, you're, you're right. It's fair to question him in the playoffs. Same with Monaghan. Hasn't lit it up either. Um, yeah. I, I and think it, and I, it, go, it does go back to what we, and sorry to cut you off, but like it goes back to what we, what we deem as a prime player. Like what, 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 what demographic, what's the age like? And they've been in the league for a long time now. In 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 perspective, right? Like they have. Is are, are they playoff guys? I think we can actually say that now. Talk about that now. They've had a they've had a sample size. I don't know. Are those are they those guys? I don't know. I mean, right now, no. And they've, not. they've but they have a, they're they're still young. They have a chance to prove otherwise. They do. They do. And Johnny Hockey, and I think Monahan's a great player too. I think Johnny Hockey, top top fifteen player too, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Some day, some games he takes over. He's the best player on the ice. Doesn't matter who's playing. Yeah, I think big X factor on this team, and it's it's cool. It's maybe a reason why they could be trash is the goaltending. David Ritter had a great year last year. Um, you and know, Cam he, Talbot, right? It's too bad they started Mike Smith over. Hey, him this is what I gotta say to Cam Talbot. Just think about what this guy did, okay? This guy sucked in Edmonton, and you know, obviously, he signed that deal with Edmonton. He moved his family there, brought them to Alberta. Everything was settled. Then he gets shipped. And I guarantee the house wasn't even sold yet. Gets 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 a job back in Alberta, and he sucked. Damn. He did it, man. He finessed the game. He finessed the game. So back who, in Alberta. Who wins that trade between the Oilers and the Flames? The de facto trade between Mike Smith and Cam Talbot. Both teams both lose. lose. Yeah. They lose. How could how can Calgary do that to their fan base? Because they have a decent roster, and how could you? Not even, I don't know, think of a better option. Well, funny, I guarantee you yeah. just insurance. I know they believe in Riddich, but just, oh, man. But Can't the thing with the Flames is they've been, they've been chasing a number one goalie like that for a few years. They were hard after Fleury a couple years back. They were after Bobrovsky to an extent as well. Yeah, maybe in the deadline too, right? They're thinking about it. I don't know, man. It's, it could be it could be a major weak spot on this team. It's, and it sounds like the same thing we're saying in Edmonton too. And, I don't, and oh, honestly, man. and maybe I'm a bit of a hater, I still think the defense has some question marks. I think Travis Hamanick, he plays a lot of minutes. He's kind of overrated. Uh, 
Brody's been hit and miss. He's still pretty good. The, the, the top three is good. Gio Danner obviously won the Norris. Yeah, Trevor sounds like someone who's been hurt by Calgary Flame goal you know like i'm just gel- saying but you, I, I, you still remember that gel in the goal don't you <laughs> i just don't know if it's a deep group one through six like rasmus anderson valamaki shillington they all have potential they have potential but are and, they there yet we'll see calgary's an interesting team too because of again Gaudreau, monahan kachuk like the top end talent and giordano you got to put them in the mix we're talking about the norris winner top end talent they have it as well is the mix there i don't like the chemistry there something in the locker room i don't know i don't think so yeah, and like- again cam talbot insurance cam talbot you bring this guy <laughs> come on man Come on, that's sad. That's a bad look, bro. It was a bad look when they went after Mike Smith, and it was around that time when they tried getting Flurry. Right? They should have done everything to get Flurry. That would have made a big difference. The difference. They should have done it then. Yeah, seems like a team that's too good to miss the playoffs, though. That's why I have them third in the division. Fair, fair, fair. Top Num- number talent. two, we got two teams left in the previews on Silky and Filthy. Number two, I have the San Jose Sharks. You know, even even though they lost like their whole team, man, like. The Joes are gone. Who are these guys anymore? Yeah. It's weird. Their team led by Logan Couture. Does Couture take the next step? Can, so you, take, you, can you take another step? I don't think so. I don't know. The pressure's on. And you Let's know see. what this guy does in the pressure. When the pressure comes. He's got it. He's got the sauce, man. I'm I'll a Logan Couture guy, man. I'll ask you this about the Sharks, though. Does this team have some tank potential? Like, Could they be back? Could they be a wildcard team? Could they miss the playoffs? They could, but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think that's gonna happen. I do think that we see a step, and I know looking at Couture's age, it's hard to see if this guy can get better. I do see something happen with him getting that C, and again, a guy that's just so good, so good in the playoffs. I'm talking the best player in the playoffs. Timo Meyer, can he take the step? Hurdle, good player, great player on some nights. Well, they were and Carlson all- and Burns. Carlson, maybe he comes in fully healthy, not fully healthy. He'll never be fully healthy, but healthier than he was last year. Carlson, game breaker. I don't know. Like I said, if you're looking for a reason to watch the Sharks, they got the best D tandem in the league between Carlson and Burns. Like those guys, for the deficiencies they might have on defense, they're so much fun to watch, man. And Hurdle, Kane, Meyer, Couture, those are all really good offensive players, even though they're missing Pavelski. And, you know, Thorne's just a third line guy, anyways. But I think the depth can be a question. I think the defensive depth can be questioned, and Martin Jones can definitely be questioned too. Yeah, so yeah. they have some top end scorers, they have some top end talent on defense, but I think they, there's a lot you can still question about the San Jose Sharks. Hundred percent. There's there's some things to question, like who they lost. They lost Joel Pavelski, great player, great leader, big part of San Jose, a good playoff player too. It's hard to lose playoff guys. Fair enough. He had to get his money. He had to leave. It's going to be hard, but I do think San Jose has something something about that whole organization. They're solid. I'm not concerned about San Jose. Will they make a deep run? I don't know. I don't think so. I really don't. I could see them getting out in the second round. But I think you have them in a good spot. Again, it's a regular season. I think you have them in a good spot. Second spot in the Pacific, I could see that happening. Experience too. They got it. Yeah, no, I still think they got it. They're, I mean, they missed the playoffs twice since the Millennium. Who would period. you rather have? Timo Meyer, Brock Bezzer? It's a great question. Man, I'd probably mm-hmm. still rather have Brock Besser. Interesting. Just based on the when he's been healthy, based on the goals per game. What do you think about Timo Meyer getting that third year being a $10 million year? Meaning his fourth year will be minimum $10 million. Yeah, it's a big step by Doug Wilson. Do you think he can live up to that? Is there an, an like, what's his ceiling? Yeah, I think I think he can live up to that. Interesting. I, I think him and Besser could be, could be neck and neck in terms of what their career highs are and goals. Like, I think they both have 40 goal potential. Shout Meyer's got a bit Timo more size Meyer. to his game too. 
Shout out Team Omar. Shout out San Jose. Well, that leaves one team left, man. One team, the Vegas Golden Knights. First in the Pacific Division. You know, they got off to a slow start last year, actually. They were a 500 team for a couple months, but, you know, they've just gotten better adding Mark Stone. Oh, man, this team, they're, they're a lot of fun to watch. They probably should have beat San Jose in the first round last year. That was, uh, you and I were watching that game here. That was a crazy game, man. Absolute Holy. crazy ending. They, they should have gone on a longer run again last year. Yeah, they got robbed. They, they completely got robbed. And <laughs> how about... <laughs> Our boy, you know, we never pronounce the name right, and it's never going to be pronounced right on this show. It means, by no disrespect to you, okay? Jonathan Mustard Salt, man. Jonathan Mustard Salt. Remember that fucking post-game interview? One of the best post-game interviews in NHL history, dude. Guy was so choked. I've never seen a guy that mad. I'm sorry to laugh. Obviously, emotional time, and you guys got robbed. Yo, Vegas, passion and Vegas a great should player. be fired up this season because they, they, they did get robbed. Yeah. And and they got an amazing lineup right now. Do you think that's karma for all the success they had in the first year? That, that, sh that shouldn't happen to an expansion team. You talked about the Wild. You talked about the Buffalo Sabres. Hey, heck, Vancouver. See this expansion nah, team man. go to the Stanley Cup Finals first time around. Sometimes, karma? I, believe, sometimes I believe in karma, but the Vegas the Vegas miracle, was n it was no karma, man. There was no karma. You it was just bad reffing. Yeah, bad reffing. Well, I was say, even hey. when they built the team, they were, he robbed other GMs, man. There's no karma there. Yeah, sometimes you believe. Than hey. Other GMs. hey, man. You just hate the refs too, Saints fan, eh? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I have to throw that in there, man. Poor Saints, man. Why do you got to bring that up, man? That's Rattle man. in my cage, bro. Saints, man. Rattle in my cage. Oh, man. Golden Knights, What do you think about this? Golden Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup favorite 2019-20. I don't know, man. What I'm the on hell's that going wagon. on, man? You're on that wagon. I'm on it. I they, they look great, man. I think the defense is primed to be really good once again. They've they they got such a ragtag group of players, but Theodore yeah. Schmidt, they're great puck movers. Schmidt, Schmidt, Nate Schmidt, Schmidt. Nate Schmidt, Schmitty, Schmitty. I don't know, man. I'm really drinking the Vegas Kool Aid, man. You great are, depth. Man. If Fleury's still playing at a high level, this team's got as Vegas, good of a chance man. as any in the West. To make it to the Stanley Cup final. I think I got a sour spot for Vegas, man, just because I've had some weird times there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the Vegas flu hasn't been nice to Kyle. It hasn't. It makes you, you come out of Vegas. Well, I guess I come out of Vegas just not regretting life, but just like, yo, I don't know what, that, what happened. Maybe, I, you know, I should go back to school or something, you know? Get a degree or something. I don't know. Wild times. Everything happens there. And you're just, you know, you're just in a fucking desert. Okay, man, I got some stories about yeah. Vegas too, but what they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh, yeah, Vegas, that's why man. I didn't say anything. Don't worry, you know, fuck, man, I ain't saying shit, but shit's crazy out there. Well, maybe the couple will be staying in Vegas in June 2020, man. <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup. Hey. Does that get on your nerves, man? It doesn't get on my nerves. It, you're just going down the standings in the divisions. In the, in the Pacific Division, let's be honest. The weakest division in hockey. <laughs> let's be honest. By far. So, is it going to be hard to be first? In that division, when you have players like Vegas has, and I know they had rocky goaltending at the end of last year. I think I saw a tweet regarding some fancy stat stating that it wasn't a fucking heat chart. It was some other fucking graph. I don't know. Looked like math six. I don't know. Some shit was happening. Talking about Marc-Andre Mark Fleury. Not being the same Marc-Andre Fleury. They're going to need him to do, do what he did in the first year. You talked about Stone, Pacioretty. And, and who's, that, who's that dude that they got for... Uh, Oh, never mind, never mind. Fucked up, fucked up there. Vegas, I don't know. You're did done, got, man. You're done. I'm done. You spent. Tired. That's all tired. you got. We did two episodes in one day. I'm learning how to use this board. I, so I smoked some purple kush, okay? And we shouldn't have done... Like, I can't use this board and get that high, man. It's crazy. All these colors, all these fucking switches. Fuck, man. 
Yeah, but it was a, a hard, fun episode. It's a hard life, man. First world problems. Too many colors on the dashboard for You know Kyle. what it is? It's preseason. It's preseason. But this is the last episode before the regular season. Let's go. Silky and Filthy's ready for an NHL season. And I hope you are too. Next time you hear us, NHL hockey will be underway for real. And until then, we'll see you filthy bastards next time. Wait, 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 wait. Trevor, Trevor, don't go anywhere, man. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. You're you you gonna drop got, a beat? Yes, I'm gonna drop a beat. Again, you don't have to rap. You don't have to sing. You, you don't have to do anything other than what your heart says. Okay, feel the music and do whatever you want. This is silky and filthy puck talking bullshit. Preseason, preseason is over. Next week the real shit begins. I'll learn how to use this board. Three new shows. The quickie. Well, not two new shows. Two new shows. The quickie. Sipping on a forty. Then we got silky and filthy all the time. Trevor, this is speed it up in, in, in honor of the quickie. Okay. So have you heard this song? No, I don't think so. Hey, well. Oh, shit. Trevor's about to go in, man. It's hard to do this one. Uh, yeah. Silky and filthy. Oh. Feeling so milky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Usually. <laughs>